Hi, everyone. Welcome to Gospel Gals. I'm Jess. And I'm McKenna. And, and we're here to teach you to fake it till you make it. Woo! <laughs> so, Hi, everyone. Happy Pioneer Day. We're recording this on Pioneer Day, um, which in Utah is a holiday, and it's exciting. <laughs> it's super fun. It's a good holiday. It's like kind of like 4th of July. It's basically like 4th of July for the state of Utah. Because, Second 4th of July. Yeah, for when the pioneers came to Utah and just founded it and started the state of Utah. It's great. We love it. <laughs> and a lot of us come from them, so it's a good day for us. <laughs> it is a good day. So today, um, last episode, we talked about selective obedience and how it's important to be trying our best and following God's commandments. But along with that today, we wanted to talk about um, having a healthy sense of our sins and shortcomings. So there's a book that I read that I've talked about called Believing Christ by Stephen Robinson. And it's a good book. He also has one called Faith in Christ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. Anyways, his books are really good. And I really liked this phrase that he used. And it's his quote. He said, having a healthy sense of our sins and shortcomings. And I love that because I think sometimes I get caught up in, you know, everything. Like, what am I doing right? What can I do more? And feeling guilty if I'm not, quote, doing enough. Yeah. Um, And he kind of puts that down. He's like, we shouldn't Mm -hmm. feel guilty for being human. So we're going to talk about that today. Well, I think, too, like our episode that we had last that McKenna was saying about sexual obedience you know, that's important, but we want to also on a happy note that it's okay. We're going to basically kind of explain our opinion on sin and that, you know, that there is the repentance process. So I think that of course you want to try your best. Like we, we talked about that a lot last episode about trying your best and how the Lord loves effort. Um, but what happens when you mess up and what happens after the fact? So Kenna found this book and she's just been loving it. And so we're kind of going to be going off of the book and then giving our own experiences and, you know, a little bit of that. So that's the plan for today's episode. <laughs> yes. Um. So I found, I also thought of the scripture, Ether 12, 27 in the Book of Mormon. And it's one that probably everybody knows, but I'm going to read it because it's really good. And it says, if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then I will make weak things become strong unto them. And I love that scripture because as humans, we're meant to have weaknesses. We're not meant to be perfect. That's the whole point of this life is trying to improve and come closer to God through our improvement. Yeah. So I think it's important to recognize that we're not perfect. We're literally meant to have weaknesses and meant to make mistakes. And God is meant to help us through those. And each of us are more prone to some weakness, weaknesses too. You know, I love his grace is sufficient. That's like, I've talked about that quote before. And Brad Wilcox has that talk, probably one of my favorite talks of all time. But he loves to talk about how when you die and you're getting judged that he jokes, he's like, you're going to be, you know, it's not like it's going to be, Oh, you're two points behind. Like, Oh, like, you know, if only I was like two, I missed it by two points. Like it's not, that's not how it is. And I, I really love that his grace is sufficient. Um, that's just one of my absolute favorite things ever. And I love that scripture. So thanks for sharing that. That's a great one. Of course. So I just took some notes while I was reading this book. 
Yeah. Um, and we we're just kind of going to talk about them and talk about some of them are just random bullet points. So we'll see how it goes. But the first one I wrote is that many people of our faith believe in Christ, but they don't actually believe in or trust Christ. And he was kind of talking about how a lot of people believe in Jesus Christ. They believe that he's the savior. They believe, you know, he's the son of God. Um, they believe that he came to earth and died for our sins, but they don't actually fully trust or understand that he literally has taken the penalty for our sins and that we literally like by being baptized and through repentance are made whole in that sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I think we, we get it. We understand the doctrine and the point, but we don't really trust it. And cause sometimes I know I've had this where you make a mistake and you're like, Oh my gosh, that's so big. Like, can, can I be forgiven? Yeah. Can I overcome this? And the fact is it's already been forgiven. Really. Once we repent, it's really a simple, quick process. Um, of being forgiven. I think there's a lot to do with repentance, how repentance is change. It's not just forgiveness. So that part takes time. And I think for me, like in my own experiences, don't let pride get in the way of not repenting. Because I know in my own experiences, being nervous to go talk to a bishop because this bishop knows my dad or, you know, I mean, I know so many young kids who get really nervous of, oh my gosh, what if I go to my bishop and they tell my parents or they want me. And and I think that majority of bishops are going to have your best interest at heart and they're going to try their best and help you. But I think that's a huge emphasis I want to talk about is don't let your pride slash, you know, ashamedness yeah. get in the way of repenting because that honestly is such a slap in the face to Christ and the sacrifice that he made. And no sin is too big to not come back. And I think that's, and growing up, you guys, honestly, I remember thinking I didn't fully believe that. And it, that's, I think that's what Ken is trying to say is we preach that we talk about that all the time in church. Our apostles talk about it, but do we actually believe that the repentance process is great enough for everybody? Do we actually believe that? Cause I feel like a lot of people don't act don't on that. actually act on repenting because in all reality we should probably be repenting every single day yeah <laughs> well, even even the prophet has said that yeah um that it should be every day and i think that feeling of guilt or shame about going to talk to someone and re- fully repenting if that is necessary that's part of the process i mean yeah. i think we're meant to feel like that i think of adam and eve when they were in the garden and they made that mistake they hid from god at first yeah they were ashamed they were they were like oh my goodness i don't want to see him i don't want to yeah. touch him i think that's how we all feel and i think that is definitely a natural part of the process but i think it's something we need to overcome and don't let the bitterness as well because i think a lot of people who end up not going to repent because of a shameness. That's probably not even a word. <laughs> I'm like saying a shameness, like it's a word. They're because shame. of feelings of shame. Yeah. Slash, honestly, that comes from pride. I think those are the people that truly become really bitter against the church. And I mm-hmm. think it's because, you know, we know what's right. We know that it brings us happiness. And when we make these mistakes, we're not happy. And it is really hard. I think everybody has had experiences and not all saints need to be talked with the bishop about. I think that's an emphasis too. Like, yeah, there are a lot of sins that you, you can have with your own, you can repent on your own, repent on your own, but there are some that I think better to go to the bishop and get his counsel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then, then not know, but yeah, I just don't let that get in the way because from my own experiences of waiting way too long to go and actually repent and get it done, like it's going to be hard. 
it's a hard process, but it's more hard but if you hold on to 100%, 100%. it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I definitely agree with that. So with that being said, <laughs> another note that I took that um, Stephen Robinson said in his book, he said we are all imperfect, and perfection is not demanded of us individually. And I love this I love part that. where he talked about how at baptism we're joint with Christ, we become one with Christ, and perfection is demanded of us it is and not in this life necessarily but in the end it will be but we are perfected in christ there's so many scriptures about that that. and we are per even though we still make mistakes even though like on this earth we're still gonna mess up and we're human we are one with christ and therefore through him we are perfected well and how comforting i mean how comforting is that to know like that you can come back. I mean, you can be excommunicated from the church. You can be at the lowest of low. I know a lot of people that. And you can come back from that process. Mm And I don't know, it makes me emotional just because I I wish that more people like felt that and knew that and truly had a testimony of that. And treated other people with that perspective. With that same respect, yeah. Because I think this life is hard and we all make mistakes and some people make bigger mistakes than others. Mm-hmm. But we should all treat each other how God sees us. Yeah. And that is hard to do. That's harder said than done for sure. And it's and, t- and we've talked about judgment and how like, especially as women, we compare ourselves, we judge ourselves. But I've gotten so into this show called The Chosen. I'm sure some of you have, list- have heard of it. Um, it's not produced. I mean, it's not endorsed by the church, but it's produced by members of the church. And it's all about Christ's life. And it is, I highly recommend a good watch. My husband and I have been watching it on Sundays and it's just been such a like uplifting show to watch on like the Sabbath. But I love, there's an episode where Christ is talking to the children and one of the little boys is like, so he pushed me and then I pushed him back because an eye for an eye, that's what the law of Moses says because at the time, you know, they were still in law of Moses. And I love Christ says, did you ever think, he goes, God loves justice. And he talks about that, which I thought was so interesting. He goes, God loves justice more than anybody. He loves the law. He loves justice, but it's not your job to do that and to like make somebody else. So justice will be served, but have you ever thought about that's not your job? Interesting. And I I, really like that. And that that hit me so hard because I try, I really try actively like not to judge my, my friends, my family, whatever, but sometimes it's hard and you see people make mistakes people you love that you know is detrimental and not doesn't bring happiness. And then you just kind of have this half, you have to have this perspective of like the best way to, I think, love and help people is just lead by example. And it's not our job and that sucks, but it's honestly comforting. I'm like, good thing. I don't have to judge my friend. You know what I mean? Good thing. That's not my job. So that was a different tangent, but no, it's true. Watch though. the chosen. It is seriously. Oh my gosh. It's so good. <laughs> do, it. do it. But I mean, the point of that is we're already made perfect in Christ through our baptismal covenants. Technically. Yeah. So I love that. We're good. Don't stress too much. Try mm-hmm. your best. And one other thing, I don't know if this was in his book or if I just knew right of this. <laughs> um, but this part, it said our best can look different from time to time. And sometimes our best fluctuates. That is huge for me. That mm. was huge for me on my mission. That was huge for me right now. I think I am a little bit of a perfectionist. And I always think, well, if I'm doing my best, I could definitely be doing better. So I'm yeah. not doing my best. 
and I just get in this like mind game, but I think we have to slow down and sometimes our best is different from time to time. On my mission, my best was way different than it is now. Yeah. And even on my mission, like some transfers, I don't know if people are familiar with like mission talks, but some months I'd be like, this is awesome. I love it. And some months would be harder. I'd be more stressed out, maybe having trouble getting along with people. And my best wasn't as good as it was the months before, but I was still trying my best. That didn't mean I wasn't trying my best. I love that. I think that's huge. I mean, I know even getting married, like you definitely can get in this like stagnant of like life gets so crazy. And that's something I see all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like she's been so crazy. And I'll like read a book and then I feel guilty. I'm like, if I'm reading a book, I should probably be reading my scriptures. You know what I mean? Like I definitely get in that mindset. But then I have to think, you know what? Like I already read my scriptures this morning. It's fine for me to read a book that's not, you know what I mean? But I think I in the same way as you can, I, I want to be the best I can be. And sometimes I'm hard on myself, even though I am trying my best at that moment in my life. Yeah. Because I wasn't maybe where I was then or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to com- not to compare, but. And it's important not to be too hard on ourselves because God, we've talked all about how he does expect effort. He does expect us to try our best, but he's also patient with us and he loves mm-hmm. us so much that he knows, he knows that we're doing our best. And of course it's okay to read a book other than the scriptures sometimes. Well, and I think back to, back to law, like how I was talking about that in this show, Christ was talking to these kids and saying that God loves justice. I mean, it's so huge that we have Christ because, because heavenly father is perfectly just, and not to say that he's not, you know, compassionate, but we needed Christ to fill that gap, right? People always yes. say that in the church. We needed Christ to fill that gap for us of sin and we needed that. I mean, that's amazing that we have the savior of the world who brings mercy. And I just, I don't know. I feel like growing up, I used to always think, oh my gosh, it's going to be me like begging to be in heaven. Mm-hmm. It's going to be me begging to be in heaven. And I think for a lot of people, it's going to be the exact opposite. I think it's going to be Christ begging for people to come to him and repent yeah more than anything and I know that just always hits me hard because that is how loving and merciful Christ is he wants us so badly to come to him that I genuinely think it's going to be a lot of people who turn away um which is sad and it's really sad because Christ his his grace is sufficient right I said at the beginning and um and yeah, so that's like a big take I've always thought of of mercy and justice. And it's kind of a confusing thing. We have, there's conference talks about mercy and justice and and it, it, it's kind of confusing, but Christ fills all of that barrier, which I, is, sorry. Yeah. No, I'm done. No, I'm done. I think sometimes in the church, we're hesitant to use the word saved. Yeah. Like Christ has saved us. Because I think sometimes people can assume it means that we don't have to do anything if we are just saved by Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are saved. We are so, so, so saved by Christ. We are not capable of saving ourselves. Mm-hmm. Christ has literally saved us from death, from sin. And that doesn't mean we don't have to do works. Faith and works go together. Without faith, works is dead. Without It's in Timothy somewhere. I can't yeah, remember the yeah, exact. Yeah. But um, you need both, but we are saved. Our works don't, we do not earn our way into heaven by any means. I think works, the work side of it is how we show our love for God, but we are saved by Christ, like period. There's nothing we can do to save ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I think this is another quote from his book, but recognizing that we are imperfect 
should make us rejoice even more in Christ and the fact that he has saved us. I love that. So, you know, we're not perfect. We make mistakes and that should make us so much more grateful for Christ that he has saved us and his atoning sacrifice for us because he didn't have to do that. It was his choice and he wanted to save us. And so I think being on hard on ourselves just kind of, it ruins it. It does. Well, I feel like I've always been comforted too, knowing, um, and, and you can get into this and I like love deep doctrine. I love, I feel like in quarantine, my husband and I have gotten so into like, just, you know, like the mysteries of God and all these fun things. But the comforting thing for me too, is I think, and we know this, everybody's going to be happy where they're at in, you know, in each kingdom. And I think that's a comforting thing is I, this is the same talk and maybe we should have a whole episode on this because I, I quote it so much, but the grace is sufficient by Brad Wilcox. He talks about how there was a young boy in their ward and he was struggling. And so the whole ward got together and they paid for him to go to EFY. And they're like, if you get, just get him to EFY. If we get him to EFY, he'll be fine. Like he'll like love the church. And they got him to EFY. And the first day he called his mom and said, get me out of here. And I kind of, and he compares that to like, you're not going to want to be in the mm-hmm. face of God. If, if that's not where you're at, you're not going to want to be there. It's not going to be like, he's going to be kicking you out. Yeah. You're not going to want to be there. You're not going to be comfortable. You're not going to be comfortable because of the mistakes you've made. And if you haven't repented or don't want to repent. Yeah. Which I think is so fascinating. It's, it's like Kenna mentions this a lot and she's taught me this a lot. It's way more so us than than Christ. Well, that's what he talks about in his book too. He was like, once we are baptized, once we've made the commitment to God, he will never, ever break that covenant. Like it will never be him walking away. It Mm -hmm. will have to be us walking away. Every time he's like, we're already in the kingdom of God. Once we're baptized, we think of that as heaven. We think of that in the future, but it's not, it's right now. We are already in the kingdom of God. And if we ever want to leave, it's our choice. It will never be God kicking us out as long as we're trying. Which really does make you stop and be like, holy cow, like I have a huge say in where I'm at. You do. You have a huge say in like where you're at in your life. And I am a huge believer in, you know, I hate victim mentality. And this is probably like not on the same tangent, but I, (laughs) no, really. and And I'm just frank. I do not like victim mentality. I think so many circumstance in your life, your wealth, your spirituality, your husband, your friends is dictated about what you do and the Mm -hmm. choices you make. And yes, you're going to have trials that you can't control. Like your baby passing away, that obviously has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, so many trials and struggles we have, you're there because of what you did. And I like your financial situation, that's your choices most Mm -hmm. of the time your marriage, that's your choices. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people blame God or blame the church. And I just, I'm not a fan of that because I think we have free agency and you can get to a different place and you can get to your spirituality if you want to. I think going along with that, spirituality is an individual thing. Like it doesn't matter what trials are going on or who around you, mm-hmm. you know, has a strong testimony or not. It's individual. So you can get there on their own, regardless of your circumstances. And I don't mean to be insensitive when I say that. I just think the world has been so crazy lately. It, it has like, we are mm-hmm. living in like a weird time. And I feel like we, you know, we're in the last days. They've been saying that forever, but I feel like, especially right now, we need to be, we need to be on top of it mm-hmm. and we need to be ready because mm-hmm. I think, if we're not in the time that we're living in, 
if our testimonies are relying on our friends or our family or whoever, that's not going to be enough in this time that we're living in. It's just not. I agree. And I think the way to do that, the way to be prepared and to be on top of it, as Jess said, is just to repent every day. To really not just believe in Christ, but to trust him that he can take those sins and weaknesses from you or help you with them. Um, That recognizing that you're not going to be perfect. It's okay. Just recognizing that it's okay to make mistakes and Mm -hmm. it's okay to mess up as long as we have Christ right there with us the whole time. Well, I think instead of when you, when you sin, instead of lingering in that sin and being angry and sad, move on, you know, Mm -hmm. repent. And then it never happened and move on to the next day. This is funny. My mission president, one time I was in an interview with him and I was just feeling guilty about things in high school and mistakes I had made way a long time before I ever went on my mission. And I was telling him about it and he's like the best man ever, but he just started laughing and he was like, sister Kimball, like, come on. He's like, move on. Like Christ forgot about that a long, long time ago. So why are you still like even thinking about it? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. Cause once we repent, once we are trying our best, it's done. Like we, we don't need to be hard on ourselves it's okay to remember those mistakes. We don't make them again, but we don't need to beat ourselves up over things um, once we've repented of them. And I think that's so important. Like that's that's what having a healthy sense of our sins and shortcomings is, is recognizing that we're not perfect and that's okay and moving on, repenting and moving on. That's a healthy way to recognize yeah. that we're not perfect without beating ourselves up. And not lingering on it, you know? Like I think once you've really gone through the repentance process like McKenna was saying, like in God's eyes, it, it never happened. Yeah. And I, I think that's so comforting is it never happened. It's done. It's like that never happened. And why beat ourselves up about it and feel unworthy and never when our reality, like it's gone and moving on and trying to be better the next time. Yeah. Trying to be a little bit better the next time. One other quote that I love that he talked about, he said, God, knowing that we are unworthy, God still has commanded us to communicate with him and he loves us. So God knows we're not perfect. God knows we are not worthy at this present time to be in his presence whatsoever, just because we're human, Mm -hmm. but he still has commanded us to communicate with him. That is huge to me. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Well, that we're able to communicate with a perfect being Mm -hmm. is pretty incredible. And he wants us to. Yeah. Because we can't be in his presence mm-hmm. if we're not perfect, but we're still able to communicate and get love and guidance and help. And I mean, that's pretty amazing, like that we're able to do that. I love that kind of that's a good point. Yeah. And this is kind of backtracking a little bit, but we were talking about faith and works a little bit. And there's one quote from Bruce R. McConkie that I liked. And he said, We will not be made perfect through our own efforts in any way, and believing this is heresy. Oh, wow. So I agree with that. I think sometimes in the church it can be confusing because we are so about works and doing good things and living the commandments and serving and being like Christ. But I think it's a little bit easy sometimes to get that mixed up, like the purpose of that mixed up. Yeah. It's not to save ourselves. It's not to get into the kingdom or earn our way to the celestial kingdom. We're That's Christ's job. We're saved by him. That's a whole week. Maybe we'll have another episode about why we believe so much in works and the purpose of that, but it's not to be saved. Yeah. And to believe that we can save ourselves is so undoctrinal. Mm -hmm. So it it is all Christ. We can't do it by ourselves. Yeah. We can't. And I think 
the repentance process brings you so much closer to Christ and it makes you have a whole nother appreciation and perspective on repentance. And I think a big thing too, is if we are going to preach repentance and believe in it, then like McKenna said earlier about judgment, then if somebody has repented of something, then we need to take that for face value. Cause what is that girl? Oh my gosh. She has all the tattoos. She Alf, Al, Al Fox. Al she wrote Carraway. that book. Al Caraway. Yes. I love her. She's and awesome. she posted this big post the other day because all these people were commenting that she's not Mormon that she's anymore, not Mormon anymore yes. because of like the way she looks or that she doesn't. And I was like, kind of, I was so mad. It's a great post, by the way, go watch it. Yeah. I was so mad because it's like, yeah. So she has sleeve tats. Like she has a sleeve tattoo. She's a and convert. She's a convert. But it's like, if that was repented of, and now she's a convert, then we can't like, then us judging her, I feel like we're just, then we don't believe in the repentance process. And I feel like mm -hmm. so many people, even like guys that I used to know when I was single would say that they believed in those things, but then also say that they never want to marry a girl who, has I don't done, know, had has sex before or, or what, I don't even know, like who never wanted to marry a girl who did this or that. Yeah. And I'm like, but if the girl repented of it, then why do you care? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's like, then why do you care? Yeah. And so I just think if you believe in this, like McKenna was saying at the beginning about how most Christians say that they believe in this. But they don't trust But Christ. they don't trust Christ. Like, those are hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And we need to, like, if we're going to preach it, we need to live it. Live it. Yeah. I agree. So we are perfected in Christ at baptism. And we don't make ourselves worthy of the kingdom of God. Christ makes us worthy. And that's done at baptism. So we've already covenanted and inherited the kingdom of God from our baptism. So we don't need to stress too much. Obviously, yeah. try your best, but don't get caught up in making mistakes. Just repent. And, and that on. being said, like, I think making mistakes, what's, you know, what is it? Um, and knowing it's wrong anyway. Like, I think, what's that called? Um, um, oh, shoot, it starts with an M. Oh, I don't remember. Like, when you, when you think Basically, of it like... <laughs> doing something and being like, it's fine. I'll just repent of it later. Like, yeah, like we're not the saying, ever. yeah, we're not saying doing that. Like don't, and you can still repent of those things, but I think just don't be hard on yourself. Try your message. best. Try, yeah. God loves us so much. Don't be too hard on yourself because he's patient with us and he knows we're not perfect. Yeah. I love that. And amen. Amen. And that's just a positive note. Like try your best. Everyone's awesome. You guys are great. We're sorry we've been kind of spotty the past few weeks. We have. I, it's summer. It's been hard. Yeah, we both had a lot of things come up in our lives, um, moving and stuff like that. But we are back, and we're, we're we have back. a lot of fun content coming up. So And please let us know what you want to hear as well. And yeah. we won't judge you. If you want to, like, DM us, we'll, no, it'll be we totally love it. anonymous. But tell us what you're struggling with and what you want us to talk about because we love it. It usually helps us, too. So. Yeah, I love that. Thanks so much Thanks for, for listening. <laughs> XOXO, Gospel Gals. <laughs>